trust. You are now on the inside of what I like to call circle of trust. You want me to trust you? Don't use big words you don't understand. News consumers have gone into their corners. It's time for who do you trust? Hubba, hubba, hubba. Money, money, money. Who do you trust? What we have to begin to do is look to ourselves. I've given up why and trusting. Trust in me. We're halfway through our week-long examination of Trust in America, Got Trust, exploring faith and suspicion in the 21st century. And gone are the days, you know this, when it was the voice of the most trusted man in America and his voice alone that narrated the most historically significant moments of our lives. From Dallas, Texas, the flash, apparently official, President Kennedy died at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. The date's now indelible. It's going to be remembered as long as man survives. July 20th, 1969, the day man reached and walked on the moon. Walter Cronkite from the days of three networks and one Walter. Today, only 20% of Americans have a great deal or quite a lot of confidence in the media, according to a June 2016 Gallup research poll. Margaret Sullivan is the Washington Post's media columnist, and she says... The search for alternative media after the three-network era has led audiences into the wilderness with some very well-known examples. There's a bigger thing that's changed. Families are not gathering around the television set every evening together the way they were at the time when Walter Cronkite was a famous anchorman. The news anchors simply don't have that kind of profile anymore because media has fractured so much and people are doing other things. Whether Brian Williams's exaggerations and so on really delivered some sort of a death blow to trust in TV news, I think it has more to do with the way the industry has changed. One of those changes in the industry is the rise of Fox News and whatever you want to say about its proclivity to uh, Republican sources, etc. It seems to me a bigger story than that is is the way Fox began its tone of addressing the nation as though there was a, an active conspiracy on the part of the mainstream media of liberals to delude America and that that drumbeat is every bit as much a part of how people think differently about the media as anything Fox may have done that's explicitly biased in their reporting. What would you say? Absolutely. I think that that you know Fox was envisioned by Rupert Murdoch and Roger Ailes as an alternative to the mainstream media, and it has been, as you say, a constant drumbeat of these other media organizations are biased, they're liberal, they're elite, and we're giving you the straight scoop. And I think that, you know, you say something uh, enough times and it begins to be believed. So I do think that they've changed politics and the view of the media very, very monumentally. Americans love conspiracy theories, but it's also possible that, you know, even, even paranoids have enemies. I mean, in this particular case, perhaps Fox was moving news consumers into a zone that actually represents a certain amount of truth in the sense that you have to consider the source, whoever it is you're listening to or reading, and that at a time when sources for media are are so diverse, so extraordinarily diverse, you really can't trust 
anyone in particular without doing a lot of work. What does that say about the relationship between the media and uh, news consumers in the 21st century? What's happened is that news consumers have gone into their corners, I think. They have choices that provide sort of echo chambers. So if you're a Fox News viewer, you will get one sort of message. And if you're watching MSNBC, you're getting a very different kind of message. And these are self-reinforcing. And then, you know, we have social media in which you're getting what your friends and family members are sharing with you on Facebook. And if you don't make a huge effort, you will get a lot of the same point of view and never hear the other side. I think that's very worrisome and and damaging. Who can get authority if they're really looking for it as a news consumer? And what are they likely to find that, uh, you know, will begin to, I guess, simulate what was once the unquestionable trust of the media uh, a generation or two ago? I think that news consumers have to be smart and they have to spread their attention around more than they used to. I noticed uh, the other day, and this became kind of a big thing, that uh, there was a story in the trending topics on Facebook that Megyn Kelly was being fired from Fox. And, you know, it was at the top of the trending topics. It looked real. I looked at it and I dug around just a little bit to see whether this was true. And I quickly realized that no reputable news organization had written this or aired it. And so I dismissed it. But I think that that's the kind of thing you have to actually begin to investigate and check when you see something that looks unlikely and bring some skepticism and some news literacy to your consumption of news. I don't think everybody does that or couldn't be expected to do it, but they can check with different news sources and not just stay within their own sort of comfort zone. Margaret, thank you so much. Thank you, John. This was great. Margaret Sullivan is currently the media columnist for The Washington Post.